Hey guys, this is Summer. And this is Maddie. Welcome to our safe space to vent, cry, and spill the tea. We're the military spouses that spill the fun on motherhood, deployment, and overseas life, and more. This is our unfiltered world that we call day-to-day life. Buckle, Buckle up, up, bitches. Welcome back. It is Mother's Day weekend, and we thought we would just talk about the joys and the journey of becoming a mom. And I think Madison is going to share her experience first, as she has the oldest child and the earliest experience. Maddie? So, how I became a mom, I was 18, year, 18 years old, freshly out of high school, um, my now in-laws invited me on a trip with Carter to uh, California to visit family and to go camping. We went camping in a small town called Taylorsville, California, and it's pretty much dirt rodeos, more dirt, and that's about it. Um, we were in a camper, and, you know, things got pretty uh, spicy. spicy. Let's keep it PG for our watchers. Um, and, yeah, I knew I got pregnant that night. I actually missed a couple of birth control pills by accident, and I knew I got pregnant. Um, I went home from California, and about a week later, I got, it was about like almost two weeks later, I was really, really sick. So I took a pregnancy at work, or a pregnancy test at work, and it came out positive. Um, that next morning, I had to go out to dinner with Carter's parents for his 18th birthday. And I had to sit at that dinner table. And my husband now and my in-laws did not know I was pregnant. Um, yeah, it was very... They still burning up, and when I gave birth to Riley, it got brought up in the NICU, and my family actually got kicked out of the NICU because my in-laws and my mom were yelling back and forth to each other about how I got pregnant. My mom is saying, well, she got pregnant on your guys' watch, but my in-laws are like, no, she got pregnant because they had a sleepover at Madison's boss's house, and it turned into a whole argument. And um, now we laugh at it because now she's six years old. But yeah, Summer. How did you tell Carter? Um, I waited until about midnight. He was working and he got off of work at like 1130. I texted him and I was like, hey, I have to let you know something. I showed up to his house. All I did was hand him pregnancy test and I pretty much said, if you don't love me and you don't want to take care of this baby, please walk out now because I can do it on my own. And he was like, well, good thing I love you and good thing I'm taking care of this baby. We waited about two weeks and had two ultrasounds before we even told Carter's parents. Was it stressful, like, keeping that a secret or did it kind of feel like a nice little special moment for you guys? No, it was stressful because all I could think about was I need to tell my dad, I need to tell my mom, and we got to tell Carter's parents. I mean, we were 18 years old, still on our parents' insurance. I knew nothing about giving birth. I was scared of miscarrying, miscarrying the baby. I was scared of, like, I mean, we both, he was still living with his parents, and I was living as a live-in nanny. We didn't have a house to raise this baby. 
Um, I told my dad first. I told my cousin first. She was the first one to know. I told her, and then she was like, you have to tell Carter. I told Carter two weeks later. Um, and then I told my dad, and then I told my mom, and we waited like three weeks before we even told Carter's parents. Wow, that is a journey. Do you feel like postpartum, like how was that first year of postpartum? Postpartum was really hard. Um, our relationship was crazy. We had a lot of ups and downs. Um, we moved in with each other, so we were trying to work on how to even be parents when we just like met each other a year prior. Um, our families didn't really get along too well. I didn't get along with my in-laws. Um, I felt like I ruined my husband's career because he was in college and his dad really wanted him to finish college and that was what kept running through my head. And obviously I got pregnant because I didn't take my birth control correctly. So I felt like I ruined my husband's career, but I mean, not many teen parents can say that they're still with their spouse and Carter is graduating college next month. So it took him six years, but we did it. And I cannot wait to tell his parents, hey, my husband graduated college. So what do you want to say to me? <clears throat> well, definitely proud of you guys. I am the result of a teen pregnancy and parents did not stay together. So <laughs> I uh, support you. I'm proud of you guys. That's, I know it's a hard journey and a hard thing to do. I have two boys. Um, Brantley is my oldest. He is a tech school baby. Uh, Austin had to leave for basic training and he was gone. It's like, what, eight weeks? Isn't it like eight weeks? It depends. I think it was, yeah, boot camp. Boot camp's eight weeks. Yeah. So he was gone for eight weeks of little to no contact. And just those letters and like two phone calls. And literally, I got to move with him for tech school. And we were pregnant by the end of that year. It it was uh, very unexpected. We had kind of like a whole year of trying and not getting pregnant. And we had been told prior to that that due to some cysts on my ovaries that I couldn't actually have children that ruptured when I was younger and so it was a big shock when I went just for a normal checkup and uh, she was like let's take a pregnancy test you have you I did miss a period but I thought it was because of stress which wasn't uncommon and it turns out I was pregnant and I went and got the blood test the first person I told was my neighbor at the time which we ended up becoming really good friends because I just couldn't keep it like, I was kind of really excited and then scared at the same time. And then Austin came home from work, and I was just like, we're about to go out to eat for his birthday because we were just now celebrating his birthday. And I gave him the pregnancy test, and I don't know if he, like, it took a minute. He was so stressed out. I felt it all. He was like, scared, excited, and confused all at once. And we kept it a secret from our family for, like, a month and a and some change we didn't tell anybody it was just everybody in texas knew like he went to school the next day and told everybody but we found out so early i think i was like maybe four or five weeks it was so early so like you know obviously didn't want to go dropping that around family didn't want to tell family over the phone so 
It was our neighbor and all of his like tech school buddies knew. Dang. It was special. It was definitely special. Did you have those pregnancy tests that like told you how far along you were? Because when I took a pregnancy set test with Riley, mine said one to two weeks pregnant. No, mine was not fancy. Mine was at my gynecologist's office, and they were like the cheapest Dollar Tree style test. It was like you put three drops of urine on it, and it's either positive or negative. And then um, the following day, I went for an ultrasound, and we didn't even have a heartbeat yet. It was just a little yolk sack. And the next week, we got to see the heartbeat together. But we were just going off of when my last period was and what I was measuring as. I will say, I think it was really special that it was just kind of our little secret from our family at the time, just because... It was our first time really away from home, and it, we were just starting our lives together. And you were living together already, had your life together. We did not have our life together. Okay, you had, I don't know, you already had a house. You guys had steady paychecks coming in at that point. We, Carter was working at Chipotle. I was a live-in nanny. He was living at home full-time in college. I was being a nanny full-time on top of part-time college. Freshly out of high school, literally just started college, and we didn't have enough money to raise a kid, and somehow we did it and proved all of our family that we could raise this child, and we did. But isn't that the best part, like, looking back now? I mean, obviously it's a different situation, and this is a little off topic, but I remember looking back at Austin and mine, like, our very first apartment and literally, like, having lawn chairs. And our TV was sitting on one of the boxes. Like, it was so ghetto for the longest time. But, like, we look back now and now we're like, oh, now we have all this great stuff and we're very fortunate to have these items. But I think it's special to look back on and be like, look what we did. And it's even better when it's, like, kids involved because you're like, we did this. We created that. We made that. We raised that. Um... And then I feel like postpartum with Brantley, I, it was a different level. I had the best experience nursing him. Yes, it was painful the first like month and a half, like six weeks was awful, bled, cracked, everything. But like the connection with him was so special and I was very overprotective to a point, like to a fault. Like, it definitely was a struggle. Like, even letting Austin take over and do anything for Brantley at the time was, like, so hard. I just remember crying a lot. And him, one day he told me, he was like, you have to go upstairs and sleep. I have him. He it will be fine. I will bring him to you when he needs to eat. But you need sleep because you are crazy. And he took Brantley and just went. And I actually slept, too. It was some really good sleep. Because I don't know if you remember those first couple days after you have a baby but like you don't sleep when your chances are to sleep you're just staring at them in amazement on like this little tiny human I didn't sleep for like three days straight because I was just staring at him the yeah, whole time I was like that with Riley but not for Colton I slept when the baby slept 100% second time around with Beckett I slept a lot Austin was on night shift so I was really lucky he would handle all of the night and just bring them to me when he needed to eat. So I would actually get some real sleep. But you want to tell me a little bit about Colton's pregnancy? Because that was a very different journey for you. Colton's was um, very hard. 
we started trying for Colton. We started trying for another baby when Riley was one, right before Carter left for boot camp in tech school. Um, and during tech school, I was flying to see him every other weekend because we were trying to have another baby. Um, it didn't work out. I struggled. I saw a couple doctors' appointment, a couple doctors, and they were just pretty much like, "You're too young." We can't do anything for you. Um, we finally PCS to where we are now. Found a new doctor, and he sent me to a fertility clinic. We started everything and was going to start the medication until we found out Carter was deploying that next week. Had to put everything on pause, um, which was devastating. And I waited a whole nother year. Got pregnant the week Carter coming home from his first deployment. Um, super excited and we had a miscarriage. So we ended up going to back to the fertility clinic, started the medicine and it's a whole process. It's a lot of blood work, um, a lot of ultrasounds, a lot of procedures. I mean, it was a lot and I gave myself shots and took this like pill to help, um, my hormones pretty much balance back together and I got pregnant, and I'm not going to go into too much detail, but we pretty much got pregnant in, like, a doctor's office by doctors. Um, and Colton was born nine months later. But his postpartum was way easier. I slept when the baby slept. Um, his birth was way easier. We had an ER baby. He did not make it to the labor and delivery room. Um, he was very all natural. Both of my kids were all natural, um, births. Oh, goodness. Um, and yeah, completely different experience. We were a lot older with Riley. We were so young, just starting out with Colton. We had our own house. My in-laws, um, actually flew in for the birth and watched my daughter, which was like a better experience because the first time around, I don't think they were that excited to have like Riley be born um, because we absolutely butted heads and I'm pretty sure my in-laws absolutely hated my guts back then but we've come a long way they're probably um, our biggest supporters right now and they came and helped us out and my mother-in-law actually stayed a whole month to help with Riley after Colton was born and Carter had to go back to work, so it was a different experience, and honestly, I think if she didn't come, I probably would have got postpartum as bad as I did with Riley, but she came and helped out and made sure I was good in every way, but different experience. Did COVID play into any effect of when you had Colton? Um, no. With Colton, I'm pretty sure we were allowed to have visitors I don't really remember I didn't have I didn't want visitors we had visitors with Riley and it was crazy um I wanted that moment to just be Carter and I I think we were allowed to have one visitor at a time but honestly I didn't want any of my friends coming to see me and I was determined to nurse Colton because I postpartum ruined that for me with Riley so I wanted to focus on nursing him and focus on getting home to Riley because I did not want to leave her and if we did have a third kid my kids will be there in the labor and delivery room 
when we have our third. It could be fun to do a home birth at that point. I would love to. I would love to. But how fast my kids come out, it's a little bit scary to have a home birth because so much can go wrong. Yeah, especially at that speed. So I did have a COVID baby all through my final weeks of pregnancy. COVID hit and oh my gosh, it changed up so much. At one point, the hospital was even saying that Austin couldn't even be with me in the room like it was only the mom and then even when I got there if you tested positive for COVID after having the baby or right you had to test before going in and having the baby um they took your child away from you and put them into another room with a dad or somebody that is COVID free and I remember that being just the most terrifying thing which we were in Hawaii and things were very shut down and but I just remember, like, harping all that concept of they're going to take my kid away from me. And there's almost nothing I can do about it. Which isn't crazy to think because you think you have all the power as the mom. Um, and then on top of that, they stopped flights from coming in. So my mom or my mother-in-law was supposed to come and help out with Brantley and everything and be there for the birth of Beckett. And she wasn't able to because they stopped the flights. They canceled all the flights from coming into the actual island. So we had to, like, let Brantley bounce around from Austin's co-workers. It was so stressful. We were only in the hospital. They only made you stay um, exactly 24 hours after giving birth. So I was only there for literally, like, 26 hours. I got to the hospital, gave birth, and then we were gone. And it was like exhausting afterwards Austin wasn't allowed to leave our room he wasn't allowed to leave the building if he left once then there was no coming back but Beckett postpartum was rough I actually got diagnosed with postpartum depression about four months after having him um they thought it was like something called I don't know something that happens when you're breastfeeding I can't not remember the name of it right now but basically like a rage takes over and it only occurs when you're breastfeeding that's how it started for me and it never went away was the problem um so yeah I had to go through that and it was completely miserable and that's also why I stopped breastfeeding at a year because that was so rough but that was the journey to Beckett Brantley Colton and Riley or I guess Riley Brantley Colton Beckett in that order yeah, that's crazy. But speaking of that, so with it being Mother's Day, being a mom is one of the most rewarding things I think we can all agree on. It can be challenging, of course, but it's it's the most rewarding outcome. Like, watching your kids, like, I just got Brantley's, which I know test scores aren't important, but just watching him excel in things. I got his test scores back today, and I was thoroughly surprised. Like, this kid is four years old, and he's doing awesome, and just watching him read and all these little things, it's so crazy. A lot of it, actually, Riley teaches him, which is kind of crazy. And Riley gets so frustrated when Brantley doesn't want to listen and learn. She'll just be like, this is not how you do it, Brantley. I know what I'm doing. It's literally so funny because she'll come home and be like, Mom, Brantley was saying that 2 plus 2 was 6, and it's not 6. <laughs> I'm like, Riley, he's a year younger than you. You didn't know how to do that when you were that age. Yes, I did, Mom. I'm like, oh, goodness. But he grasped stuff from those conversations with Riley. Like, he started writing his name because Riley was the first one to start practicing with him. 
Yeah, it's crazy what these kids like learn from each other. It's very cute too. But saying all of that, what has been the most memorable Mother's Day for you? Um, um, I probably would have to say last Mother's Day. Uh, Carter and I have never spent Mother's Day together um, because of the military and his work schedule. But last year, uh, he drove the fire truck over to my house with the sirens on and with his little walkie-talkie yelling my name on it. And I came outside to the fire truck and a couple of the guys that were on it, and he had flowers for me and everything. Um, it was just sweet. I was not expecting it because every Mother's Day I'm always alone with my kids. Um, but it was pretty sweet. I pretty much get the same thing every Mother's Day. Austin has his little routine, and it's always like he's like, you sleep in, I'll bring you breakfast in bed, and then um, him and the boys get me like flowers and a card, and they just kind of let me relax all day. It's like my own little spa he day works at home. this year, right? Yeah, he does work this so week. So we can be team no husband day together. So we should order IHOP to go and eat it at home. Yes. Sounds good. Or you could just cook for me. No, I'm a horrible cook. We all know that. I'm not a good cook. You could bake me something. Okay. What do you want? Some cinnamon rolls? rolls. <laughs> Guys, I'm going to let you in on a very special secret. If you've made it this far into the podcast, you get the special secret because we have found the best cinnamon rolls. Sam's Club has an exclusive edition of it's Pillsbury. Yeah. But they're Cinnabon um, cinnamon rolls. Best cinnamon rolls ever, and they're only good if Summer cooks them in her house. No, I mean, they taste the, the fine, like, they taste fine in everybody's house. No, they don't. But literally, it's a pack of five and worth every and bit. a pack of five within a week. Sadly, yes. Do not freeze it, though, because for some reason, when it unfreezes, mine pop. I freeze mine every time. Really? Yeah, I, I did it once. about an hour before I want to cook it, and it's unthought. And See, mine popped. I guess maybe it was just a fluke one time. Yeah, I've never had an issue. I always freeze mine because I don't want to eat them all in one week. Or Well, we do. We just know we shouldn't. Yeah. But that's the little special secret. Um, what would you say would be... What? Mm, let's do this one. What's the most rewarding part of motherhood? Um... I don't even know. Which I mean, is it watching them accomplish something that they, for me, I think it's watching them accomplish something that they didn't think that they can do, and then they suddenly can because it's like, not only their growth, but you get to watch them excited and themselves. Like, I love seeing my kids proud and excited. I don't know if you know this, but Brantley ran over here yes, earlier today, and he transform like he does this thing where he like transforms his little arms and he's like super speed and he ran all the way here talked to carter for a minute and got the shovel and he ran all the way back don't worry i stopped him from running with the shovel and <laughs> <laughs> that was a very scary moment for me but he was just like mom did you blink i was like i blinked and he was like look the shovel's here did you even see me run I'm like, yeah, you were just so fast. I didn't see anything happen. <laughs> Carter opened my door. I'm sitting on the couch, and he was like, do you know anything about Brantley taking a shovel? Like, it's a heavy metal shovel. And I was like, no, actually, but just send him anyways. And he was like, are you sure? And I'm like, yeah, I guess. I don't know. Just give it to him. I was outside. I glanced up at Carter, and I gave him, like, a thumbs up. He did not pay attention to that because he was very confused. I was like... 
I don't know. I know she has a hole yeah. next to her gate, so I'm wondering if she's filling that, but yeah. I paid Brantley a dollar to fill that hole today. I need to pay Brantley to come clean up some poop. He would appreciate it because he's upset I haven't given him a 20 all week. <laughs> okay, maybe Do I'll put him to work tomorrow. Get a word down to a dollar. We all have to be a fair across the board. One I give dollar. him five. No, because then I'll have to give him five. He'll think you're cooler. I am cooler. Whatever. All right, so I think we're going to wrap up this special Mother's Day edition of our podcast. And I don't know. I hope all you moms have a great Mother's Day and either get to relax as you wish or, I don't know, do something fun with your family. Depends on your personality, I guess. In the title, no one is pregnant. Where are we? I guess you'll find out in nine months. I guess you'll find out next episode. <laughs> There goes another Friday night episode. Um, please remember to come back and follow us for more. We will be releasing every Friday. Thanks for listening to Summer and Mad Dog. Peace out, Girl Scout. <laughs>